0: What's up, everyone, and welcome to Roots of Humanity, a podcast that celebrates the beautiful people and culture of our world. My name is Drew Binsky. I'm a world traveler and content creator who has spent the past 12 years traveling to all 197 countries in the world. In episode number 20 of Roots of Humanity, I speak with Mohammed Sabaneh about Palestine. What was it like to spend six months in an Israeli jail as a Palestinian? How did cartooning help Mohammed cope? I need to to use the art as a tool of therapy
1: inside the prison because I was alone.
0: And what is a political cartoon movement sweeping the Palestinian diaspora? From the West Bank, Mohammed is at the forefront of this movement, translating headlines into lived experiences through art. Today, I reflect on my own time in Palestine while Mohammed shares how things have changed from Ramallah to Gaza and how he needs permission to visit Jerusalem. We talk about fasting, food, the similarities between Jews and Muslims. In the end, we come to the same conclusion. Enough with all the labels. We are all just human, and together as one, may we find peace. Thanks for tuning in, and let's get into it. Mohammed, what's going on, man? How are you? Salam Alaikum. Alaikum salam I'm going later uh, to Kuwait uh, and I gotta practice my Arabic, you know? Yeah, I was born in Kuwait actually in 1979. Oh, yeah. You're born in Kuwait? Cool, nice. Uh, And how long have you been living in Palestine? Um, Around 20 years now, more than maybe 22 in Palestine. Where did you live before that? Kuwait or a different country? Kuwait, Jordan, and then uh, now I'm in Palestine in Ramallah. Ramallah. Let's just jump into Palestine. So I've been to Israel-Palestine several, four times. The last time I was there was 2017 and I went on a co-guided tour of Jerusalem with an Israeli Jew and a Palestinian Muslim. They were friends, and they're both tour guides, and both of them gave me a tour. So the Jewish guy would take me to a synagogue and tell me about how he grew up in, in Jerusalem and in, in this neighborhood, and then the Palestinian guy would take me to the mosque that he grew up praying in and, and, and his community and the different markets, and then we went to Ramallah, and that was amazing. I really, really loved Ramallah. I loved the, the food. I loved the history and the architecture. So tell me about uh, what it's like to live in Ramallah these days
1: actually this, it's not complicated like uh, 2013 uh, 2014 yeah. and all of that period of time the the situation is calm in Ramallah actually it's not easy to live in in the West Bank because the situation is not is not stable in uh, any time they you will have Many checkpoints around Ramallah, around the Palestinian city. Uh, that's mean it is, it's not something stable. Now it's good, for for just now it's good. Last night, no, just no. in in, in t- 10 o'clock in my, because my family from Janine, not from Ramallah, uh, mm-hmm. uh, just in, at uh, 10 PM, uh, um, the Israeli uh, forces get into um, Janine city and kill Palestinian teenager. Uh, and the rest is another Palestinian. That's mean it's something. Just minute by minute you cannot say that this is a stable situation or non-stable situation at all. It's it's depend.
0: Oh, man, I'm sorry to hear that. I, I know the struggles there, and I feel so bad that people are being killed in that land. It's terrible. Do you ever go to Jerusalem or Tel Aviv, or do you just stay in, in West Bank?
1: Actually, um, just recently, I got a, a permission from the Israeli, uh, medical permission, actually. One of my friends mm-hmm. <laughs> brought me a, a medical permission as an excuse to visit uh, to visit Jerusalem, and I've been there just for one day, and that was uh, the first time for me in in Jerusalem, inside Jerusalem. I've been there in in 2013, uh, and that was the second one. The first one, I jumped by the Israeli wall to Jerusalem. Mm. That time, I get into Jerusalem, but uh, just in the city, I I didn't go to the mosque, because uh, that Mm. was very dangerous without permission. I climbed the Israeli wall, I get into the uh, British Embassy in Jerusalem to get visa to, to the UK. But recently I get into the Jerusalem, uh, um, uh, Al-Aqsa Mosque and all of that area because mm. I got that, that permission. And that's that's the situation for all the Palestinian people that cannot get into Jerusalem without without permission, actually. Even uh, you, you have mentioned that um, you have a friend Muslim from, from Jerusalem and he, he gave you yeah. a tour in, 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 inside that city to yeah. tell you about his history inside the city and his life inside uh, Jerusalem. But many of Palestinian people they cannot get into Jerusalem because they need Israeli permission. sure.
0: what did you think about Jerusalem when you went there
1: it's It's amazing actually i I like Jerusalem uh, I love Jerusalem. most of the Palestinian they you know when when someone prevents you to visit a, a place uh, you, you will imagine that this is the paradise, not just a, a city. And that's exactly what I feel. I felt inside inside Jerusalem. I hope that I I will visit it again. I don't know if I will get another permission, maybe another medical permission to get into Jerusalem or to climb that Israeli war again to to visit Jerusalem. But I think most of the people around the world when they hear about Jerusalem, they they wish that they can visit it. But it's it's very difficult because it's just far away from my home, just less than twenty kilometers to get into Jerusalem. In twenty ten actually I had invitation from state department to visit united states and at that time it, uh, the the american embassy was ju- just uh, a consulate in jerusalem and they asked permission for me to go to the American consulate to get visa to the United States. And even the, the Israeli government refused that invitation from from the American uh, consulate in Jerusalem to make this interview for for the visa. And that was actually very hard because my friend in that consulate, she told me that you will visit Jerusalem uh, to go to the United States. I told her that would be great to get a photo in front of the Al Aqsa Mosque. It would be the one of the most important thing during my visit to United States because <laughs> it's part of from my visit. But they prevented me in twenty ten to to get into Jerusalem to get that visa.
0: I'm sorry to hear that, man. That's that's terrible. Have you traveled around Palestine, around the West Bank? Yeah,
1: actually, around West Bank. I lived in, in Nablus, Bethlehem. I'm from Jenin. I worked in. And uh, the Arab-American university, it's a private university in Geneva. And now we have another campus in Ramallah, uh, Tulkarem, uh, all the Palestinian city in, in West Bank. Uh, unfortunately, in Gaza, I, I haven't been there because it's uh, also need uh, another permission to go there. And uh, to be to be honest with you, because also I criticized uh, the, politi- the, the political faction in, in, in Gaza, I feel that it's it's not safe for me to visit Gaza. But I hope one day I will also visit Gaza.
0: Inshallah. Inshallah, I also want to visit Gaza. I think that would be really cool, but yeah. um, it's it's dif- it's difficult for me because I'm I'm Jewish and it's almost impossible, I think.
1: I think we have even the people in in Gaza they don't have problem with with Jews. I have a lot of Jewish friends from from. United States from from Nablus also we have Jewish and there are many of them they are our friends I have many friends from United States that are Jewish from from the UK Yeah, from around the world, we you don't, know, we don't have problem with religions actually
0: You know, I've been to every country in the world I've been to every Muslim country all of them in Africa and Middle East and Arab world And I've realized that Judaism and Islam are so similar. They have like the same traditions. They have the same food, the same culture. They both wear the hats on top of their heads. They both uh, have a Friday prayer uh in in Ramadan you fast we also fast on the Yom Kippur holiday Actually
1: I fa- I fasted with Jews and uh, while I was in the Israeli cell Yeah yeah exactly because <laughs> was they were fasting and I had to fast with yeah.
0: them <laughs> And the, the hospitality of Jews and Muslims are so amazing and you know there's so many similarities between the two religions and it's really terrible all the things that you're telling me that you can't even go to Jerusalem because you need to have a a permission from the Israeli government you couldn't get the visa for America because you couldn't enter the consulate. It's really a shame. Obviously the situation is extremely complex and detailed and we don't have five hours to talk about it. And even if we did, I don't even know enough to talk about it. But all I can say is that Jews and Muslims are very similar people. Many of my best friends are Muslim. Like maybe five or six of my good friends are all Muslim. And, you know, growing up when I went to Hebrew school in, in America, we are we are they teach us things about islam that is not so good and as a kid it makes you think bad things about islam but then when i when i go to countries like sudan and morocco and and kuwait and palestine i realize that they're they're just amazing people so that's just my thoughts on On Muslims in general and has spent about a year and a half of my life in Muslim countries so um, I love it man and hopefully I can I can see many more so
1: you are welcome anytime thanks man (laughs) you have to go to Jordan also (laughs) Jordan I love Jordan yeah I love Jordan I've been in Jordan for seven years and uh, many of uh, the Jordanian citizens originally they are Palestinian who they were expelled from Palestine in 1948 and 1967. And I have a lot of relatives in Jordan. Actually, I have Jordanian passport. That's why when I, oh. when I came to the United States in 2010, 2015, I went to Jordan because I, cannot, I could not get into Jerusalem to get the visa from the American embassy in Amman, not in, in, in Jerusalem. And yeah, you you should visit Jordan. It's it's an amazing country.
0: I like Jordan, man. Have you been to Petra?
1: I haven't been there actually but i will i maybe i will go with with my kids
0: <laughs> let's talk a little bit about your work so how did you get you're a cartoonist how did that start when you were living in jordan or how did you get inspired to start drawing
1: actually i don't know if your audience know about uh, Naji al-Ali, Naji al-Ali is uh, one of the most important cartoonists around the world. He was assassinated in 1987 in London because of his artwork. Mm. And most of the Palestinian people, they, they, they admire uh, Naji al-Ali. And uh, while I was living in, in Kuwait, my mother used to use his art uh, as a tool to tell me about the situation in Palestine and to tell me about our narrative through Naji al-Ali cartoon. Then I left Kuwait in 1991 after after the first Gulf War I moved to Jordan and there in Jordan because uh, they don't have very good uh, art and culture uh, in, in the school one of my friends he was a portraits artist uh, artist he used to work as a portrait uh, portrait artist and he teached me something about the portraits and all of these things but at that time I have decided that I need to be I need to be a cartoonist political cartoonist uh, I finished my higher school in Jordan they moved to to Palestine. My bachelor's degree was during the Second Intifada in the West Bank, and our situation here was, was very hard. You cannot travel outside Nablus, outside your universities. Uh, the, uh, most of my my friends and my colleagues uh, were killed by the Israeli soldiers and were arrested by the Israeli government and that's why I felt that I need to uh, a kind of art that I can represent all of these issues and to talk about all of my friends and my family then my my people. One of my friends was killed at the first day on, on the second Intifada. That's what brings me into this kind of art. We need a art that it can be used as a resistance art. Uh, to convey this suffering for for my people and my friends and that's how i started doing my daily cartoon i did a lot of exhibition inside al najah university where i got my my bachelor degree and then when i graduated from that university i start work with daily newspaper called al hayal al jadida here in in the west bank and uh, that was a great chance for me as as a cartoonist to to, to find a daily newspaper that will uh, that is publishing your your cartoons and then i participated in in a lot of uh, international exhibition i have my solo exhibition around the world uh, published my first book in, 19, in 2017 in united states of america and then my book was translated into the spanish catalani uh, my second book actually that's i like uh, 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 that, uh, this one is comics also and you can consider this one the first palestinian comics uh, also, uh, it was published uh, last year in the United States of America with the Street Noise publisher. And now I had a contract with the French publisher that I will translate this book into the into the uh, French language. Uh, maybe also I will publish it in, in Arabic language, maybe self-publishing here in, in Palestine. will try to send some copies around the Arab world. This is my short story actually. Uh, I, uh, my first book, I've started the idea of, for my first book uh, inside the Israeli prison actually in 2013 while I was inside the Israeli prison. I decided that I... You were in prison? This, uh, yeah, I went to the Israeli prison for six months. Why? Uh, Ask the Israeli. (laughs) That's ironic because, you know, uh, most of the people, they ask me why the Israeli arrest you? Ask the Israeli. Ask the Israeli why they are arresting my people, why they they are occupying uh, occupying my, my, my land to answer this question. They claim that I have some activity against Israel, against their government. And surely I have. I am Palestinian.
0: Did they see your artwork and then they knocked on your door and arrested you or what happened?
1: Actually, they have, uh, during the interrogation, they have asked me about some of my artwork, yeah. But then they put me for uh, six months inside the Israeli prison. And during that time, I've decided, because it's it was a very hard time inside the Israeli prison, I've decided that I need to, to use the art as, uh, as a tool of therapy uh, inside the prison because I was alone uh, in solitary confinement. And that's how... I started the idea for my first book that I need to to do some cartoon about the Palestinian prisoner, about the life inside the prison, and to spend all of that time just thinking about the ideas, the artworks, um, how exactly I will publish all of these artworks and cartoons, how I will smuggle uh, all of this artwork from inside the prison into the uh, my newspaper or my my friends to to collect all of this cartoon and then print them in a book or do exhibition. Uh, that took a lot of time <laughs> inside the prison. I, I've invested my time inside the prison inside the Israeli prison just thinking about all of these issues and how I I facilitate all of these kind of things and um, problems. When
0: they arrested you. Did you know that you were going to prison for six months, or you had no idea?
1: No, no one know exactly what 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 is his destiny inside the Israeli prison. They didn't give you any any information, any anything. They just give you uh, uh, took you to uh, take you to the, the the Israeli interrogation center, and uh, I've spent around fifty days in, inside that interrogation center, just asking me, interrogating me. Without telling me or give me any indicator that I will spend six months, one year, ten year, no one knows, actually, and they don't, uh, uh, they don't give you uh, any information. I haven't seen any lawyers for more than three weeks actually. In uh, while I was in inside the Israeli interrogation center, actually I've seen my lawyer after one month at that time, and he he told me I'm I'm not sure how how much you will spend in inside the prison, and this kind of like. They are torturing you because you don't you don't know anything,
0: actually. How do they treat you in the prison?
1: Actually, inside the uh, interrogation center was very bad uh, because that was very uh, very hard time. Um, they just dealing with you uh, as um, not a human being, um, just uh, as a criminal, as someone who is coming here as a terrorist, not not a human being actually. Uh, and that was very hard time inside the, the prison. It's different because the, the, uh, you will spend most of your time with the uh, Palestinian prisoners who they are inside the Israeli prison. You don't deal with the prison with the jailers or all these people just inside the, the interrogation center. It was it was very hard. Wow.
0: And how do you think you changed as a person like in those six months?
1: Actually, to be honest with you, I don't need to give this prison any, any credit. Um, yes, um, I spent six years inside that, that prison. Think about my art, my artwork, my future, about um, how exactly I depict the Palestinian people, how exactly how I do my, my cartoon. But I don't need to give this prison any accreditation or any, any, any privilege. That time, how I invested my time in, in that, that prison to resist all of these conditions inside the prison, that's exactly what, what changed me. I've started to think about the Palestinian people as a human being more than uh, heroes. Most of the Palestinian cartoonists and visual artists, they prefer to deal with the Palestinian uh, the prisoners, to depict them as a heroes. It's not like a fictional thing. But I thought mm. that, no, I need to to change my perspective, to start talking about the Palestinian people as a human being, to talk about their real condition. And that does not change the, the idea that all of these prisoners who they are resisting and surviving inside the prison, that they are heroes. But we need to to convey their suffering inside the prison. We need to, to convey our suffering as a Palestinian for, for the people around the world. We resist as, as, as a result of this occupation we uh, resist to, to back and, and to live back as a human being, as a normal human being not because we need to be heroes not because we need to be fighters or resistance. I'm a cartoonist I hope that one day that I will do cartoon not about the occupation, about something else about the human right, about uh, the environment about all of these issues but I cannot talk about all of these issues why I live under this occupation while I'm crossing these uh, Israeli checkpoint every day while I'm facing all of this atrocity from this this occupation I think most of the Palestinian artists, most of the Palestinian writers, they need to change their topics. They need to 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 find out how exactly they can uh, be engaged with all of the international issues like uh, like uh, as a climate change or anything else but no no one can do that because we have very bad situation here in palestine you've been here in 2017 i think it was it wasn't bad like uh, uh, 2010 or 2004 during the second intifada but while you traveled between palestine by uh, between jerusalem and and, and uh, ramallah you faced faced uh, Kalandia checkpoint or another checkpoint i know i know i don't know exactly from where you came to ramallah and you have seen the israeli war you have se- and maybe you because you are American, American citizen, they will treat you as a tourist, but as a Palestinian, if, if I want to cross that checkpoint, they have to search me for more than three or four times. That's why uh, the, our situation, it's, it's, it's very bad. And I, I, if I want to be honest with you, even uh, you are traveling between maybe Jerusalem and Ramallah, but if you travel from Ramallah to Jenin, which is considered under the international law as apart from the Palestinian state, as apart from Palestinian land. Uh, you have to cross through uh, three Israeli checkpoints. That means even if you are traveling inside the area which is considered under the international law, as a Palestinian area, you have to cross uh, all of these Israeli checkpoints, all of these, uh, to face all of these walls. And nowadays also some Israeli settlers around Nablus, they are very extremist. They maybe will throw a stone to your car or damage your car. Uh, maybe they will attack you one of my f- colleague here in this university. She is the dean of uh, the media college uh, She was attacked by by Israeli settler while she was traveling between Ramallah and Nablus That's mean it's not safe, but this is our situation.
0: Do you have any Israeli Jewish friends?
1: Israeli Jewish friend, actually, unfortunately, no. Um, I, I have uh, some connections with some Israeli cartoonists. I cannot claim that they are my friend, um, maybe just because we are uh, cartoonists. I don't prefer, actually, to, to use Jewish. I prefer Zionist uh, to use. I have just uh, talked with one Zionist, Israeli Zionist, who uh, uh, was my interrogator, actually. I have a lot of Jewish around the world. And inside Palestine, and yeah. they are they are my friend, but uh, Israeli Zionist. No, I don't have any friend. And to be honest with you, I don't need to have a friend from them. If they if they stand with us as a Palestinian and stand with our human rights, maybe then I will
0: I will have friends. Absolutely, thank you for sharing. I appreciate it, man. Let's change gears a little bit and talk about the the culture and the food of Palestine. What is your favorite food dish that you have in Palestine? In Palestine, malukhiyah. Malukhiyah, yeah, of course. Do you like malukhiyah? I love it, man. What about like the, the hummus and the, and the falafel? You have good there?
1: Yeah, we have hummus and falafel. and uh, In Jordan, actually, it's very popular, hummus and falafel. They like hummus and falafel. But uh, actually, the main, the main Palestinian food that I, I love, the, the uh, malukhiyah. It's, it's uh, very delicious. I, I don't know if you try it or not, but I like it.
0: I haven't tried the one in Palestine. I'm sure it's different. Yeah, Um, it's different. How many other cartoonists are in Palestine?
1: In Palestine, it's... uh, Actually, it's very difficult to talk about that or to to give you a number. Because here in West Bank, we are around four four cartoonists. In Gaza, there are more than six cartoonists from Gaza. But there are Mm. many Palestinian cartoonists around the world now. In Jordan, we have more than 20 cartoonists. Originally, they are Palestinian. In Swedish, we have two or three cartoonists. And in, in Qatar, we have one cartoonist. Also in Australia, we have another Palestinian cartoonist. In United States, we have uh, a friend, Laila Abdelrazik, also. She is... Uh She's a comics artist. She has published her for, uh, first comics also in United States of America. But inside Palestine, or oh, we cannot say that we have just ten or twenty because I don't know if we can consider all of these cartoonists uh, origi- the, who they are originally Palestinian as a, a Palestinian cartoonist or not right now because some of them they have citizenship in another country. They s- spend all of their life in United States or in Is- or sorry in, in United States of America or on, in European country.
0: Have you ever collaborated with them, or do you do art together?
1: Always, uh, always we, we uh, have done uh, many exhibitions. And not just the Palestinian cartoonists, cartoonists from around the world. I've just uh, announced last week about an exhibition that will that will be uh, we will do in Palestine about Shirin Abu Akhli, the, the the Palestinian journalist who uh, was killed by the Israeli soldier two months ago. And they have invited the cartoonists from around the world to participate. And many cartoonists actually from around the world, from the UK, Spain. Italy, Italy, France, and Palestinian cartoonists from from around the world, they've sent me uh, their cartoons about freedom of speech and Shirin Abu Akleh. All we have project uh, to do, uh, exhibition, um, activity, uh, even inside Palestine or outside Palestine.
0: Are you worried that your future like drawings will be more problematic with the, the re- Israeli government? Or are you not worried about that? Um,
1: Actually, now it's problematic. Now they've just got many, many threats from from the Israeli, from the Palestinian Authority, from uh, some political faction here in Palestine. Uh, always, they have problem. Always, they have uh, confrontation with uh, political fiction or or uh, Israeli government or uh, Palestinian government. But well, I don't know. Um, this is my role. I, I cannot quit doing my 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 duty. And to be honest with you, I had very ch- many chances to be outside Palestine to live outside Palestine. But I prefer to get master degree from the UK and travel back to Palestine. I uh, recently I got um, uh, rejection from the American. Uh, Government uh, to give me visa, they put my my application and all of that. I think because of my cartoon, because uh, I've done uh, exhibition about Trump uh, when he re- relocated the American embassy from <laughs> Tel Aviv to to uh, to Jerusalem. That was I think three years ago, and then. Um, this year I applied for a visa to United States of America, and they told me we rejected your visa and we put your application under administrative process. It looked like administrative detention in the Israeli jail. I don't know what exactly they they meant with that, but yeah, always I have problem, always. I had problem, and I will have problem. I know that, and that's our duty as a cartoonist. Um, all the cartoonists from around the world they have problem, and just because I'm I'm the representative of Cartoonist Network International, right? It's called CRNI, I was monitoring most of the cartoons around the world and how exactly they face the problem. And many cartoons from our, around the world, when they criticized Israel, they will have problem. Mm-hmm. Antonio Antanas, he published a cartoon in, in, in New York Times, and he had a problem. He, he was fired from New York Times because he criticized Netanyahu. He was accused as anti-Semitic cartoonist because he just criticized Netanyahu.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry to hear about the problems, man. It's your profession is, I guess it can be considered risky by some people because you're always putting statements out there, but I know that it's art and it's something you enjoy and it's your passion. So you should never be having issues for that. What do you think needs to happen for there to be no more problems? Or is it is it too complex? Is it too too stressful of a topic?
1: Our problem, it's not just, I'm talking about the cartoonists from around the world, not just me as as, uh, as a political cartoonist inside Palestine or talking about the Palestinian issue. But not just the governments, actually, not just uh, the political faction from around the world and uh, the religious people and all of these people and also the the, the audience. Sometimes we, we, uh, I, I had many problems because I criticized some political faction from their audience, not just from their leaders. I think it's, it's, it's a problem because the people should understand exactly what the role of the visual artist, not just the cartoonist, and also... Uh, uh, the comics artists, any kind of visual uh, art. The, the people should understand that freedom of speech is something uh, unlimited. And I hope it will be unlimited. But we have a lot of restriction, not just because of the, the uh, political uh, reasons, or uh, religion's reasons, and also the people, sometimes, they, they attack you because they don't like your idea or your opinion. Uh, from here, I think it's not just about governments. It, it's just, uh, it's, it's about all the people around the world to understand that this kind of art is, is visual art. Uh, the artist just want to convey his opinion to, to enhance our, our situation for a human being around the world. And uh, he has mission. Sometimes, maybe we we do mistakes as a cartoonist sometimes we faced problems sometimes we have uh, uh, difficulty to, uh, to to convey our ideas but w- the people should give all the, the cartoonists excuse to experiment and to convey and to to practice the, their
0: art i agree man. as i said before it's a passion it's like i'm a i like playing golf i'm a golfer i should never have issues playing golf with anyone i should be able to freely express my my right to play golf and so I guess because you're a political cartoonist, that's the problem. I guess, as you said earlier, if you just draw about the environment or whatever, there won't be any problems. But I think it's important to voice your opinion. And um, I, I'm really sorry for the situation in, in Palestine. It's, uh, you know, I'm Jewish and, and I love Muslims. A lot of my best friends are Muslims and I wish that the situation would be, would be better. So I appreciate you sharing, opening up and sharing your story, especially about being thrown in prison. I mean, that's, what year was that? When were you thrown in prison?
1: In 2013, actually.
0: That was a stressful year, I think.
1: Yeah, um, b- b- but you know, my friend, the problem, not just I've been in the prison in 2013, the problem that this prison uh, did not closed. Still, it's opened for us as a Palestinian. The opportunity to be uh, again in that in that prison, it's it's like 50-100%. Anytime they can take you to the prison. My, my brother spent more than 10 years in prison. I have a friend, he's Jews, I don't know why exactly I should, or you should, just uh, mentioning that, that you are Jews, because uh, this kind of label, I don't believe in it. But I have a friend, he's Jews from Nablus, he's spending more than 20 years now inside the prison, his name is Nader, Mm -hmm. and he was artist. And he was very, very intellectual. And he, he, like you, always he was mentioning that he loved Muslims, he loved people. He, he's a Palestinian. He's Jews Palestinian. And, and that's why I don't, I don't believe in all of this kind of labeling. We are a human being. We are just want to live a normal life as a human being, not just labeling ourselves like Muslim, Jews, black, white, all of this kind of label. I don't believe in it. I believe that we are a human being. We should deal with us as a human being. And that's it.
0: I like that. I really like what you just said, man. And I, I apologize for keep saying Jews and Muslims. I, I think you're right. We're all just people. It doesn't matter where you're from or what you, what religion you are or what color you are. We're all humans. We all have to eat and sleep and we have blood that is red and all that stuff. So
1: actually that's why that's why when you asked me about uh, israeli jews friend i mentioned that israeli zionist uh, friends because i don't have that jews i have many jews friends zionist i will not have because this is political (laughs) movement this is religion there they established uh, uh, all of this settlement in in my country they have st- uh, put all of these checkpoints, mm-hmm. they surrounded me by wall, they put me in the prison, they killed my friends, they arrested my colleague, they arrested my friend, and that's why they are, they've arrested me also. And that's why I don't believe that I can uh, or I should label the people by, by their religion or by their color, color or anything. But when the, the, the group of people, they are acting against a human being, we should label them. These people that they, they should label them, but as as Jews or Muslim, we are the same actually.
0: Yeah, that's what my shirt says. We are the same. <laughs> <laughs> Mohammed, thank you so much for the conversation. I really appreciated it. Um, how can people find you on social media?
1: My name is uh, Mohammed Sabane. Uh, I have my second book, like the Maco, the comics in, in the United States. They can get it by Amazon. Uh, called uh, Bower Born of a Dream." Uh, my story is Palestine. Sabane or Sabane, S A B A N E H, in all social media Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, and all of this kind of platforms.
0: Thank you so much, man. And I hope to meet you soon in in Ramallah. Take Uh, care. Sure, we
1: should meet in Ramallah. And next time, you will eat uh, uh, (laughs) Mulukhiya.
0: Thank you so much for tuning in to this podcast episode. If you feel inspired by this conversation, please share it with somebody who would enjoy listening. And if you're here for the first time, make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever else you get your podcasts. Also, don't forget to leave a review. Every week, I'm going to be looking through them and highlighting my favorite one. And with that all being said, I will see you guys next week.